Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the HIV podcast. Each week we focus on a person, historical event or pop culture moment linked to HIV and explore the story of what actually happened. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jess. And between us, we've been working in the field of HIV for 40 years. Our aim is to get as many people as possible HIV educated. This week's episode of the HIV podcast is sponsored by AuraQuick. AuraQuick HIV self-tests give you more control, allowing you to test yourself accurately anytime, anywhere using an oral fluid sample. No blood, no needles, just results in 20 minutes. AuraQuick is easy, painless, proven and private. Available from the Terence Higgins Trust, Superdrug, Amazon and pharmacies throughout the UK. Additional information can be found at uk.auraquick.com. Welcome to the HIV podcast. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sean. Happy birthday to you. It's Sean's 60th birthday. Oh, do you think he'd want me to mention his age? It's Sean's birthday. <laughs> I think he'd be fine with that. Happy birthday, Sean. I hate the happy birthday song. That was so painful. Just to Why sit do you? What? I'm There's sorry. nothing bad about the happy birthday song. I don't think I'm alone in this either, right? I do not think I'm alone. And Sean probably won't be honest because you've just been really kind and sung to him. But I actually think it's more cringy. I, I cringe so hard it hurts. Either singing it, but I think it's more cringy having it sung to you. Oh, and you just oh, have to stand there. Oh, but that's there. because you're the centre of attention. Oh, I hate it. But also the tune is quite difficult. It's just horrible. Everyone sings at a different key. Ooh, I hate it. But anyway, you know, happy birthday, Sean. Yeah, I won't go unnoticed by Sean that I put a lot of effort in there and you didn't. That's true. That Yeah, I mean, fair play. I prefer, you know, that song, happy birthday, happy birthday. You know, altered images. Do you be okay if that was sung to you? Yes, but have you ever seen Peep Show? So the reason I love it is, I don't know if you remember, but Sophie from Peep Show, it's her birthday. And so her family put that song on and make her dance down the stairs while she's wearing like a big princess hat. 
because it's almost like they're they're embracing the cringe. They're making it. Could it be any more cringy? Where you have to dance around to the happy birthday song by Altered Images. Hmm. Sean, tell us what your preferred happy birthday song is because you've got Stevie Wonder, haven't you? Everyone loves a bit of that. You've got the hideous happy birthday song, the classic, let's call it. Mm. You've got Altered Images happy birthday. I can't think of any others. Is there any more birthday songs? Oh, Go Shorty, it's your birthday, like 50 Cent. That will be his favourite. That's what you should have sung. You should have opened it with like Go Shorty, it's your birthday. <laughs> anyway, Sean, our boss, it's his birthday, so we wish him an amazing day. Yes, have a lovely, lovely day. Now, in the interest of transparency, Sarah, because we like to be transparent, we look the same, not to people listening because they can't see us, but people like who are watching on TikTok or whatever will see us. Um, we look the same. We're recording back to back today because summer holidays, lots of things going on, people away, Sarah's off and a little, Holly Bobs. You know how I hate Oh, don't start. With the famalam. Yeah. So uh, apparently what I need to do, because this is what people do on Facebook and Instagram, is I need to take pictures every day and document every second of the holiday because I know everyone will care. Crikey, Sarah's got some feelings. (laughs) Only because I I don't get it. Oh, so I think you're looking at it wrong. I think people do it for like their friends and family that actually want to see that, that care. Like I care if I if my friend goes away and I'm like or like my mum or something I like enjoy to see that it's like oh cool what did she get up to today so I like that I think I'm sure some people are like you know penny show off or whatever but I think I think it's coming from a place where people want to share their fun with those that care don't share it with Sarah. That's why you have family WhatsApp groups. Oh, God, no. I do not have a family WhatsApp group. I would not. I hate. No, 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 no. Any group on WhatsApp. No, thank you. Oh, no, I'm fine about that. Share your pictures on there. Just one or two, because I'm not interested in a day by day account of what you're doing. But when it's people that you're just randomly friends with on Facebook that pop up and show you pictures of every single minute of their holiday, it's like I I just don't care. Keep scrolling. You keep on scrolling, baby. Yes, I will, Sally Smug, with your smug pictures of your lovely holiday. Whatever. Well, there we go. I, I unwittingly <laughs> unleashed some sort of social media rant from Sarah. Oh, close friends and family, it's fine to send me pictures. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> oh, but I won't reciprocate. I'm not taking pictures when I go away because I just can't be bothered. You can send them to me and Sean. We do actually have, although I don't like WhatsApp groups, we do have a WhatsApp group with Sean, don't we? I'm not sending pictures to you two. But I didn't say that. I'm going to relentlessly send pictures to you. Of what? <laughs> what I'm Work. doing every day. Yeah, what I'm doing every day. Just mute you. <laughs> I love it when it comes up saying that and you're in a group and it's like, it's like your phone gets you, doesn't it? After like five and you haven't looked, it's like, would you, would you like to mute? And it's like, yes, yes, please. Yes, I would. I'm muted in a lot of groups. Yeah. Wait, no, you're muted as in you've muted the group. Oh, yeah. No, they don't mute me. No. no. Well, maybe. <gasps> I like how WhatsApp really sells you out when you leave a group and announces it. Yeah, that's not great, is it? It was part of a WhatsApp group. And um, it was for like a, an event that I was doing. Like, the event that it was for had passed by this point, right? But then the other people in the WhatsApp group had like all met up to go out to like this thing at night. And so they're all messaging each other constantly. They hadn't invited me. <laughs> they're all next to each other and they're like oh are you over by this tent i'm over at that one and literally that's that i have to say fair play whatsapp i loved it 
because I got so pissed off. Obviously, I'm like, what? okay, thanks, guys. Then I got to leave and I knew it would just come up in the middle of their conversation being like, Jessica has left the group. And it's like, yes, yes, I have, guys. And the next week, one of my friends who's on that group is like, you okay? It's like, yes, mate, that's fine. To be fair, I didn't want to go to the event they're going to. That sounds like I'm bitter. But yeah, I was just like, that was the time when I liked that WhatsApp did that and was like, announced that I'd left. Like, yes, you rude rudies leaving people out. That's not nice, is it? If you're going to start just messaging each other continually on a WhatsApp group, because there were literally only five of us on this WhatsApp group. The other four had gone with their partners to like uh, this fancy festival that's on here and were just discussing all of that while they were there. And I was just like, I mean, hello. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you're part of mine and Sean's. Well, one of them, one of our WhatsApp groups. You're not included in the other one. Oh, that you made that sound like it was not to do with work. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to be involved in your non-work related groups, to be honest. No, we have one group, one, and then we have just me and Sean, just where we discuss you. Really? And you're like, oh, she sent another picture. What is she doing? <laughs> I'm joking. We don't have separate WhatsApp group. We just have the one for the three of us. But so I think we started by saying that we look the same because we're back-to-back recording because, yeah, just lots going on. And we like to make sure that this is always weekly. So, yeah, so today is another sponsored episode. I love a sponsored episode, Sarah. Thank you very much, Royal Quick. Very good. Tell me what we're doing. We are looking at chemsex. I'm quite excited to talk about this because, obviously, we we deal with that quite a bit in our day-to-day jobs, don't we, at the at the charity? Yes. So we're going to look at what it is, who it affects, and why it is top of my list of risk factors for contracting HIV. Well, let's go. We will do. It's also going to educate my children because I know at least one of them's earwigging. Okay, so yes, we're going to look at chemsex. So you, I know you've heard of it, but you, as in our audience, may well have heard of chemsex. But if you haven't, we're going to look at a quick summary of what it is from the British Medical Journal. They say chemsex is used in the United Kingdom. Is it not called chemsex around the world? I feel like that sounds like some sort of festival, chemsex around the world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, chemsex is used in the United Kingdom to describe intentional sex under the influence of psychoactive drugs, mostly among men who have sex with men. It refers particularly to the use of methadrone, I'm going to use the street names or the common names for these drugs because the actual technical names are very, very long. So I won't even attempt to say them. But it most commonly involves GHB, GBL and crystal meth. Yes, which is also called Tina. Oh, yes. GHB or GBL, one of them is just called G, isn't it? I've only, I thought it was GHB that was called G. I don't know about the other one, but I'm imagining probably both the same. And then crystal meth is Tina. And I was told, maybe someone can shed light on why it's called that. But a service user once said to me, it's called Tina because of like Tina Turner, because it could like turn anyone from being straight to not. Really? I don't know why it would be called that. But anyway, right. Okay. So these drugs are often used in combination to facilitate sexual sessions lasting several hours or days with multiple sexual partners. Okay, so in layman's terms, it's a way for men to have lots of sex with lots of different men over a long period of time. And I would say it is becoming increasingly popular, especially the use of crystal meth. Oh, 
God, yeah. I mean, this is a subject that we could actually talk about. I feel like all day, Sarah, because there is it's so fascinating and there are so many different elements to it, aren't there? I mean, I won't jump ahead, but I was thinking about what you were saying about in the UK, is it just called chemsex? I know in America, don't they call it party and play, PMP? Oh, I don't know. And I think many years ago, when I joined TVPS, it wasn't even a, a thing. So we'd have men talking about using poppers. Yeah. And we had quite a few heroin users or ex-heroin users, I would say, way more than we had any other kind of um, group. And now I think it's a much more even split. I mean, it's been quite the steep learning curve, hasn't it? Well, yes. Yes. And I've noted down that I think, as you said earlier, we could talk for days about the challenges of supporting someone who is addicted to crystal meth. But we will save that for another day. Yeah, exactly. That That's it. I, that's why I stopped myself because I thought I could just go off on a different tangent somewhere else that's like, that would, is important and it's important. We have these discussions, but maybe that one's for a chemsex episode two. I think so. Yes. We'll keep today as like a general summary. Okay, perfect. But I do think it's probably also important to note that as a frontline service, the devastation that chemsex has caused some of our service users is heartbreaking. Yeah. The lack of I mean, I know we just said we support people. Of course we do. But I want to actually say the lack of services Mm. because it's they're really difficult drugs to help somebody manage. So drug and alcohol often struggle. Um, You know, real specialist services have popped up because of the fact that these aren't we can't manage them in the same way that we would traditionally manage, like you were saying, heroin use or cocaine addiction. They're not the same. No, they're not. So first of all, we're going to look at what the appeal is. So every single person we've supported says it's the best sex they've ever had. Yeah, and and they feel unbelievable. So good, so sexy, so attractive, so hot, don't they? That's how we've had it described to us. Yes. And I think, I mean, it's like any drug, isn't it? Once you've achieved that high, you will never achieve it again. That's why drugs are addictive. So we will go back to the BMJ to learn more about the drugs involved. So they say methadrine and crystal meth are physiological stimulants. Hold on, let me check. I said that right. Physio, yeah. Methadrine and crystal meth are physiological stimulants, increasing heart rate and blood pressure, as well as triggering euphoria and sexual arousal. So GHB and its precursor, GBL, is a powerful psychological disinhibitor and also a mild anaesthetic. It's probably likely that people will have heard of GHB most from have it people having their drink spiked things oh. like that so that's probably where they're familiar with ghb but this is obviously taken in a much smaller dose so that you're not making yourself pass out yeah so you've basically you've got a combination of drugs that arouse you and make you feel really really good combined with drugs that disinhibit you so if you're not feeling great about yourself on a daily basis or you've not fully come to terms with your sexuality, perhaps you've got low self-esteem, maybe a lack of confidence. You can see the appeal, can't you? Because they're going to help you escape all of that. Well, like you're saying, to feel so attractive and so sexy and be having the best sex ever, that is, that's a massive appeal, isn't it? Yeah, and if you don't feel great about yourself normally or exactly. um, there are issues around your sexuality, I can understand why people take this route I can understand the lure of it because you can be exactly who you want to be yeah now if you're um listening to this and thinking this sounds amazing 
get me on board, there are a few things to consider. And actually, before that, we should explain our position on this, because we talk a lot on the podcast about how we're all adults. We all have the capacity to make our own decisions. And this episode, we're not telling anyone not to do chemsex. That's your choice. It's about making sure that we are all fully educated so informed decisions can be made. I think that's fair to say. Absolutely. And and it's the only way it can be. We can't prevent people from doing something. We can just give them the information so that maybe they think about it before they do it. They can consider their own position. Yeah, absolutely. And we use the same stance with our service users. We don't judge anybody that's going down this route. We'll try and be as supportive as possible and we'll make sure that they've got everything they need to make decisions about where to go in terms of their addiction or in terms of attending party. I mean, there's there's lots to it, isn't there? Yeah, lots of safety issues that we talk with our service users about. But I think it's really important to note that approaching it as we do, Sarah, at TVPS means that people don't feel judged and they know that they can come and speak to us. And so say if they've had an experience with chems at a party where they're questioning, was there consent? I'm not sure. Or I feel like I'm doing too many chems. I, the approach we take means that people can openly share with us. They know we're never going to, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. Or do you know what you're doing to yourself? We're not going to take that position. So I think that's been really good for us because it's kept these lines of communication open and it's meant we can continue to support people, that they don't disengage. No, they don't. And I think uh, I'm just remembering how when we first started looking into this, when this first started becoming an issue for us at TVPS with some of our service users, and we were trying to find out information about areas of support or just increase our own knowledge do you remember how judged we were? Yeah, we were we were really judged and people I don't know, they couldn't really understand why we would why we'd be looking into it so much. No, they couldn't. And it was a, a, a professional that we had contacted to um ask for advice on how best to support these men who um were talking to us about crystal meth or Tina as they called it and and how amazing it was and we were like well, I think we probably need far more information on this so we can know how to support them properly and I can't remember what we were told what did he what did that person say they said they we were hysterical housewives it, well he didn't call us this he said I'm sure when you tried to talk to people they just all think you're hysterical housewives don't they but it was such an odd way to well to talk to two other professionals what an insulting thing to say really was wasn't it it was like a door being shut in our faces no 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 you two can't get involved in this yeah not either really. it doesn't happen in the suburbs where you live or your women what on earth would you know yeah. and yet I found when we've been supporting men who are going through this that they are often more open with a woman than they would be with a man I have found that as well and I've had people say that as well yeah, I they have. would prefer to have a woman supporting them. But- well, there's no kind of issues around, yes, have I seen them at a party? Have I slept with them? Do I fancy them? No, just us sat there. Hysterical housewives. <laughs> yeah. God, that's so Talking hard. openly about, okay, tell me about the best sex you've ever had and how do we get move forward from this? Yeah. Oh, see, it grated with both of us. I mean, that was a few years ago as well. 
thank goodness we didn't just go home with our tail between our legs. Oh, well, this isn't for us. We shouldn't be involved in this. We shouldn't be looking to support people. I think it boils down to that myth, doesn't it, that you can only fully understand someone's situation if you've also lived through it or are living through it. And that is most definitely not always the case. Exactly. And and for us, it was vital that we got more information because, as you've just said, although we talked about, oh, how great it can make you feel, let's face it, that's what heroin addicts also say, you know, how brilliant it makes you feel. This was decimating the lives of mm. our service users. They were losing their jobs and their homes and all for these drugs that we just, there was no way to support them in terms of getting them to stop. It was just escalating. So, you know, we could have looked at that. Oh, no, well, it's not for us, is it? And we'll just leave it to to drug and alcohol. It's like, well, drug and alcohol, um, these people don't want to access it because they feel they're not, you know, addicts in that same way. So I'm proud that we we carried on and we didn't take that. We went on and made our own little chem support thing. And it's, yeah, we could have just walked away. Yeah, well, we had no choice really, did we? Because if no one else is going to help us or support us, then we will just do it ourselves. Yeah. And that's what we did. Right, before that, all of that, we were looking at, oh, yes, People are thinking it sounds amazing and want to try it. Let's give them some information so they can make an informed decision. So chemsex drugs are addictive. Crystal meth is one of the most addictive drugs in the world. I mean, it's on a par with heroin. But unlike heroin, there is no synthetic alternative. So if you're trying to stop or reduce your use, it is much harder. And of course, there are side effects, as there are with many drugs, um, especially with long term use. So increased blood pressure, putting a strain on your heart, which can lead to a stroke, severe weight loss because it decreases your appetite, tooth decay and gum disease. They call it meth mouth, don't they? It is an actual thing. And then there are the mental health issues, paranoia, psychotic episodes, hallucinations, hearing voices. It can quite literally drive you mad. And we have seen that. Yes. And it was very scary for all concerned. We've had several, actually, haven't we? Yeah. Who've experienced psychotic episodes. And whilst I'm glad they phoned us for support in the first instance, it's it's a lot to go through, isn't it? Well, it, it is because somebody believes that these things that are happening, that their house is bugged or that someone's following them, they believe that's real. And so that's quite difficult to help support someone through sometimes. Yes, definitely. And it's not a cheap form of socialising, is it? Drugs cost money. Um, And I, again, this kind of next kind of sentence is just based on our own personal experience. But I can say with certainty, because, you know, we've seen it with our own eyes, can't we, that taking crystal meth will have an impact on your life. So you'll believe you've got your drug use completely under control. Trust me, you won't. That you only use it on the occasional weekend. No. That doesn't happen either. And then it doesn't change you when or after you use it. It absolutely will. You won't recognise those changes yourself, but others will. This is how people lose their jobs. They believe they've got their drug use under control and that it's not affecting their day-to-day life, but their employer can see that it is. They're not delivering um, and they get sacked and then they lose their home. It's kind of a downward spiral, isn't it? It really is. And I think it's also important to say, I know you're talking about use yeah. being under control, but we have we support some people who will say, no, no, I'm absolutely fine because I only do it like twice a month. But what they're talking about when they do it is for about five days at a time. Mm. So they won't sleep, they won't eat, they will just have sex for those five days. 
again, saying to yourself, well, I'm only going to do this twice a month, but it's going to be this enormous blowout that then I'm going to have this huge come down from that's going to affect everything in my life. That isn't having it under control just because you're doing it in that manner. I think sometimes people seem to think, oh, if I'm not doing it every day, if I'm not doing it as soon as I wake up, that means I'm good. Oh, yeah. I've had some amazing justifications for why someone's not addicted to this lifestyle. Yeah. And yet uh, they're just not able to stop doing it. And that's the kind of indicator, really, isn't it? If you cannot contemplate not doing it, even if you're only doing it twice a month, then you are addicted to it. Um, And then the other thing to mention is around kind of dosages. I think it's important to mention. And we are never going to condone taking illegal drugs, but let's be honest, everyone probably has at some point. But doing these types of drugs can be more complicated because you have to make sure that you're getting the right doses of crystal meth and and G. And it can be very tricky to get it right. People have died from trying to do so. Some of our service users had very near misses. And I remember having it explained when we had our training and thinking, oh my God, is this is the most complicated thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And at some parties, they have like a G monitor, they call it, don't they? Because time passes in a different way. So you will think it's been ages and ages and ages since you had your last dose of G. So you try and take it again. And you might well, you know, go way over. So they have G monitors to, well, at some parties, obviously not all. That makes it sound like a job. <laughs> but, you know, at some parties who go around and note down the times and who's taken what. And I mean, God, what a sophisticated operation. But they are, though, aren't they? Some of them. It, almost operating like a business, yeah. So during, as your tolerance to crystal meth increases, so will your dosage. Um, And so does the increase in risky behaviour. So having unprotected sex, sharing needles. This is where the likelihood of contracting HIV increases. Every single service user that we have supported has started off by smoking crystal meth. And the amount of times people say to us, I'm not going to, I never inject because that's the sign of a true addict. I, I don't need to do that. I actually find, um, and we won't go fully into this either, but I find the use of language around this very interesting as well. Sarah just talked about injecting, but in the chems world, so um, injecting is actually called slamming. find it extremely interesting that it's almost like saying, but I'm not that kind of drug user. So I'm not like a heroin addict because I don't inject, I slam. I don't use a needle, I use a pin. You know, that's what a lot of people tend to call um needles in, instead of needles and you're like you've changed the language to make this more accessible to distance from that traditional drug use you know you've almost i suppose it's like a subculture isn't it you're kind of making it sound cool yes to kind of disassociating it with traditional drug use absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so we've said it increases risky, risky behavior unprotected sex sharing needles you're also taking drugs that are helping you to lose your inhibitions so your barriers come down and sexual practices that you might not have considered or you've never been brave enough to try become a reality so if you're taking crystal meth in a group environment that possibility potentially extends to all the men that are there at the party with you If you're partying for several days, you're sleep deprived, you're topping up your days of crystal meth, you've run out of condoms, so many men that you still want to have sex with. So, you know, you just go for it. Smoking crystal meth isn't given a quick enough hit. So someone injects you instead. And because you want to carry on partying, you don't think for a second whether the needle is sterile. All you want is more and more sex. Yeah, that's that is literally how I've had it explained to me as well. 
Yeah. So things that you would not normally do suddenly become the norm. Everyone else around you is doing them and you're having an amazing time anyway. So you're just going to go with the flow. And that is why that environment has the highest risk of HIV. And look, I'm sure someone's going to come at us and go, I do chems. We're not saying for everybody all the time. We are talking from our experience of the many service users we have supported around chemsex. And that's 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 the only place we can come from with this. So I'm not mm. saying there's not somebody out here having the safest parties, but for us, this is what we've seen. And we should also know there is a big issue with this around consent. The amount of times I have asked service users who have been at a chems party for days and they've come in a couple of weeks later and I've said, well, they've talked about all the things they were doing and what brilliant time that they had. And I asked them, did you, so did you consent to this? Did you consent to that? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. I just felt really great. I felt really good about myself. You know, and it's just like, if you can't remember if you consented, do you remember if the person you're having sex with consented? Like there are Mm -hmm. huge issues. There are so many layers to this. You are right. There are many, many different layers to it. And it's very hard to, well, it's very hard, I think, to support anybody who's taking drugs because you're very rarely on the same page when it comes to kind of support or making decisions. Mm. But I think if you're taking crystal meth and you're in that environment, it becomes even more complex. Yeah, absolutely. And as we said earlier, we could go on all day, but it's probably... Probably for a chemsex, you know, episode two at another point. And I fully expect people to come back. There will be people out there that go, two women, you know what you're talking about. Again, as Jess said, we can only base this on the experiences we've had with our service users. Okay, well, let's talk about stopping. It's very hard to stop. And one of the reasons for that is if, if your social life and your sex life revolves around chemsex parties, giving up means losing all of that. And if crystal meth has given you the best sex you've ever had, um, which we should point out quickly becomes the only way you can have sex, then giving up might mean not having sex for a while. And that for a lot of people is just too big a challenge. Yeah. And and it, and it must be hard as well going to being you, yourself, feeling how you feel about things rather than this enormous high where you felt brilliant and loved and attractive. And, you know, that's that is a difficult thing. Yeah, definitely. Now, that's not to say that it can't be done. And we do have service users who have successfully stopped using crystal meth. But, you know, it's like any addiction. It's hard work. First step is admitting that you've got a problem. Second step is getting help. And any substance misuse organisation can help you. That's what they're there for. But some men don't like choosing that route because their addiction has a root cause, sex. And they don't feel comfortable talking about sex in a group or a one-to-one session. I get that. It's so intertwined, isn't it? We've always said this. The drugs and the sex are so interlinked. You wouldn't be having that sex without the drugs. You wouldn't be having the drugs if you didn't want to have the sex. So, they're yeah, you can't prize those two issues apart. So it does make it difficult to access certain services. You know, like a sexual health clinic, they're not going to be able to be like, yeah, let me support you around your chem use because that's around sexual health. It's this entirely separate entity. Yeah, and I wouldn't feel comfortable going to a group session and saying, well, actually, the reason I take drugs is because I have amazing sex. You just wouldn't. Even, I mean, I remember speaking to a substance misuse organisation a while ago um, and asking if when they did the initial one-to-one consultation I don't know what they call it referral whether they even talk about like 
sex at all. And it was just like, no. And I think in that context, I don't think we were talking about chemsex. I think we were talking about um, kind of protected sex and, and that kind of thing. And it was just like, well, some people, I think, find it easier than others. Yeah, it's difficult. And like we've said, because I think the, the chems community, let's generalise for a minute. I know people will hate that. But because there's this change of language that they've sort of instigated, it also means that going to a drug and alcohol service, that doesn't feel like that fits either. Because we're we're not like that. We're not the, these traditional substance misuse people. We have this is totally different. You don't get it. You don't understand. So it's sort of another barrier in itself, isn't it? Because you go there and you think, well, this isn't for me. I'm fine. You know, I mean, only doing it twice a month. And you know, no, no, no. I don't need to be here with I don't know people who are struggling with alcohol or people who are struggling with heroin or cocaine. So I think that's another level of why it's difficult to access support. I would agree with that. And there are organisations that specialise in chemsex support. London Friend yes. is one of them. And they offer tailor-made programmes to men who have sex with men. If you live outside of London, don't worry, there are other organisations that can support you. But London Friend are amazing. And I'm sure they wouldn't mind signposting people to other areas of the country. Yeah. Their specialised chemsex programme is the one that's helped our service users stop this lifestyle so i can speak from the heart it works they're amazing and we will put the link for antidote which is part of london friend um and and all around their chem support we will put that below this episode so if you know somebody that's struggling or you're struggling yourself please go and check them out and get in touch with them even if it's just for a chat to see to see if perhaps they can support you around you know lessening your use excellent okay i'm not sure if this whole episode has just become a big lecture (laughs) because it's not meant to be but I do think it's really important that people understand what they're getting into and I I also think it's really important that the wider community understand what it is yeah it's just it's not really widely talked about is it yeah I think you're right I think it's everybody's problem I do think the wider community need to know about it and especially because you know if you go on like hookup apps like Grindr there are so many people on there that clearly have in their bios that they use. It's mm-hmm. it's so open. It's so clear. And I think if I was a young person or even if I'm an older person and I'm just coming out and I'm deciding to meet some new people by getting on these hookup apps, I think it's really dangerous that I can just go straight on there and go, right, who does drugs around here? Perfect. This person, off we go. Or I, in other instances, I've heard that people have been pressured into doing it by, oh, God, you know, it's a bit boring if you don't. Like you have to do it. And it's like, no, 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 please don't think that. That is absolutely not true. So there's PR, peer pressure. Yeah, of course there is. You know, and if you've got a really hot guy that you're like, oh, wow, well, didn't really want to, maybe I'll just try a bit. It's like, no, if someone's going to ask you to do something like that, to have sex with you, then it's not worth having sex with them. You know, just no, but you can see, can't you, in the moment you're just caught up in it and you're just like, oh, it's not going to harm. Of course. And look, I'm I'm sure at the start we made it sound because we really were like, oh, it makes you feel so amazing. Obviously, we we haven't done it. We can only speak from um, what our service users have told us. But, you know, that's temporary and it's not real. And I know we probably sound like an after school special after like a grain chill episode now, but there are better ways to spend your time and money. There you go. That's our HIV and chemsex complete. Thank you very, very much. And as I said, we'll put the link below for London Friend and Antidote. So um, do go and check them out. I feel like this is very serious now. Like it's very serious, isn't it? Well, it's a serious matter. 
I would actually agree. I feel like there's no there's no room for cat chat today, Sarah. <laughs> no. no chocolate buttons over here. Just waiting for all the judgy comments, Jess. Oh, don't. What do you know? You're a woman. I shall brace myself. I don't know. I think our listeners seem to get us and they seem to understand where we're coming from. Yes. What do we have next week, Sarah? Next week, we are going to be looking. Oh, you're not going to like this. Oh, the, the, the joy in your voice when you said that is unnerving. Oh, no, not in it. Um, I've entitled it HIV and Children UK. Oh, oh, is this the one that we were talking about before about looking at young people and their schooling? Uh-huh. Yes. Seeing how we compared over here. And then oh, after oh. that, got a little mini series coming up, haven't we? I'm so excited for this miniseries. I will let you tell everyone what it is. We are looking at the porn industry in America. I have heard so many different stories of HIV transmission and how it's handled. And obviously there were kind of the laws weren't there around it. So I'm so excited for our summer miniseries of porn. (laughs) I bet you are. The porn summer, Sarah. This week's episode of the HIV podcast is sponsored by AuraQuick. AuraQuick HIV self-tests give you more control, allowing you to test yourself accurately anytime, anywhere using an oral fluid sample. No blood, no needles, just results in 20 minutes. AuraQuick is easy, painless, proven and private. Available from the Terence Higgins Trust, Superdrug, Amazon and pharmacies throughout the UK. Additional information can be found at uk.auraquick.com. Thanks for listening to the HIV podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can now also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the HIV podcast for behind the scenes insights and video. The HIV podcast is produced by Thames Valley Positive Support. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.